0: Hey, you know what? I got something to it say. It could be about a movie, it could be about a show. On oh, a CD from the 90s, had a more time ago. He's the worst lover, his ideas, don't give a fuck. So here's a segment we call Chilling with Chuck. What's up, party people? Welcome to Chilling with Chuck, number 10. My name is Chuck, and this week I am flying solo, as it is Jay and Watts' anniversary, and they are doing couple-y things, uh, whatever those may be. Uh, Happy anniversary to Jay and Watts. You are both two of my favorite people, and I hope you enjoy today and whatever else you're... If you're celebrating for multiple days, have a blast. You guys are the best. Seriously. Um, I thought that I would... And I'm going to make a concerted effort to stop saying um so much. I I think I said that a few podcasts ago. I'm currently waiting outside a restaurant, an undisclosed restaurant. I'm getting takeout. It's going to be ready in 13 minutes, so I thought I'd spend it with y'all instead of just looking at depressing news or Facebook on my phone. Um, there, there it is again. I thought, I, I didn't have any particular agenda, so maybe I'll just kind of go over what it is that I've been into lately, pop culture-wise. Firstly, and these are probably all really basic and obvious, and especially in the case of at least one of them. I'm way behind the curve. But hey, maybe maybe you're maybe you're behind with me and my recommendation will be what kicks you in the pants. I don't see why that would be the case. But here we go. Firstly, I just got the new Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Well they're not new, it's a it's a remaster of the first two games on PlayStation 4 and I've already almost missed appointments because I won't stop playing it. Um I think that Anybody around my age who at all dabbled in video games probably played the original. I literally played the original until I, until I wore a callus into my thumb. Not, not my proudest moment, but hey, I, I share everything with you, the listeners. And the, the soundtrack is killer. The entire soundtrack is back, plus a bunch of new songs. I'm not going to lie, some of the new songs uh, could kind of go away. Like, there's a song by Machine Gun Kelly and... Certainly, I don't need any more reminder that he exists, but you've got, you know, the classic, the Goldfinger, Superman, you've got, and it's funny, too, because I forgot how many good songs there were, so I'm sitting there playing, it's like, oh, shit, there's that Suicide Machine song, oh, shit, there's that Vandal song, oh, shit, there's Police Truck by Dead Kennedy, it's like, man, as the kids say, this this soundtrack slaps or do they not even say that anymore? What do they say? It goes, or it fucks, or whatever. I, I don't know. I'm I'm 36 years old, folks. I'm I'm just about over the hill. That having been said, if you remember the originals at all fondly, or even if you're just into you're into skateboarding and never played the originals somehow, it's it's 40 or 50 bucks or whatever it was. Well, man, you get all the original skaters, and I thought it was fun that they actually updated them to look like they do now they look like the older versions of themselves plus there's some new some new young balls you can choose from i myself have been playing as bob burnquist but hey you know you got uh you got the man himself tony hawk you got bucky lasik you got um oh who else is on there um steve caballero Jeff Raleigh. Maybe I should have been Jeff Raleigh. I owned his. I owned his signature Vans at one point in my life. Anyway, so that's Tony Hawk. Uh, I've also been super. I went to go see Bill and Ted Three, and Bill and Ted Face the Music is the proper title. And once again, uh, we're talking something that I was a gigantic, gigantic fan of at the time. So expectations for me were sky high, and. In addition to that, the critics really liked it. It's like eighty something percent fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, which really shocked me. But I just I then the trailers didn't look that good. But I had this confidence that Keanu Reeves Keanu Reeves is a big star again. He didn't have to do Bill and Ted Face the Music. So I I had this I had this confidence that you know he wouldn't have signed on to it if it wasn't a good script and they weren't going to do it correctly so my fears were assuaged it was a really, it's a really really great movie man it's it's really funny it really maintains the the spirit of the original the char- they they understand the spirit of the characters and the humor from the first one. Now look, the second one, and I've discussed this with Jay. The second one is a very, it's a very different movie. It's very dark and strange, and I really like the second one. Although I've heard people like the second one better than the first, and that's just sacrilege in my opinion. But the second one's really funny. It's got clever, you know, that whole clever like Ingmar Bergman spoof going on. and William Sadler's really funny as the Grim Reaper, and. Yeah, it's a it's it's a great movie. I I love both of them, but the first one, the third one, is definitely more in line with the first one in terms of its humor. And it's actually, uh, considering where it comes from, it's it's a surprisingly sentimental movie too. It's it's got a lot of heart to it. I'm not gonna lie, man. I cried at the end, and maybe it's just because this year has been so fucking terrible, and you know, it just it, I was looking for something upbeat, which it certainly is upbeat, but man, I got emotional at the end of this movie. I, I, I'm almost remiss to try and try to describe the plot because it's, it's really, really complicated, which seems strange for a 90-minute long movie, but um, basically Bill and Ted are told that the entire universe is going to unravel if they don't write a song to play and unite everyone by 7:17 7, p.m. So they go off instead of actually trying to write the song. They go off and talk to the future versions of themselves. The idea is they're trying to find the versions of themselves that had already written the song. At the same time, their daughters, uh, Billy and Thea, who I thought were maybe the best part of the film, are uh, go off across time the other way to find them a, a cool band to play their song with, so you get, I won't spoil everybody, but the first person they go talk to is Jimi Hendrix, and also uh, Kristen Shaw from Flay the Concords and Bob's Burgers and whatever else she's been in, plays George Carlin, Rufus's daughter Kelly, which is evidently Kelly is actually George Carlin's daughter's name, and she... Uh, is fighting with her mother, played by Holland Taylor, who uh, is now the supreme leader of the world. Rufus believed the prophecy that they, the Bill and Ted are going to write a song to save the world, but uh, Holland Taylor believes that the the world may be saved with. Bill and Ted getting killed. So Kristen Shaw essentially stands guard at Bill and Ted's house because Holland Taylor and I'm sorry I can't recall her character's name off the top cuz really she's just Holland Taylor, right? I mean, she's a legend. Um she sends a a robot Back to kill Bill and Ted And it's it's, I don't want to spoil it But the robot Starts out as like This unflappable Terminator type And then Turns out to be Something very different And it's another Really funny Clever joke In a movie Full of them And So that's that I guess Uh, Kid Cudi Makes an appearance As himself uh I was recently listening to Jay kinda got me into the Now Playing podcast and they really they sort of revealed their 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 depth of knowledge of hip hop by the fact that they continually called him Kid Cootie throughout the podcast. I I know that shouldn't have bugged me, but it did. Um so Yeah, it's uh, it's really funny. It's it's not long, it goes by really quickly. Easy easily oh, I'd say Eight Viking Broadswords. Go see it. Well, you know, don't go see it if you're uncomfortable going to see it. I saw it at the drive in. So I, I don't think I'll be I don't think I'll be going to the actual movie theater for a long time, which might <laughs> might stifle our content or something, but I guess I'll just have to watch stuff on demand or whatever. But you know, that's that's up to you and what your comfort level is. Just be safe and be cautious and take care of yourself and all of that. Uh moving on to television Uh, A a week and a half ago, I finally sat down and started watching Broad City, which, you know, it it ended after the fifth season last year, so duh, where have I been? But, so Broad City, I feel like mostly everybody listening to this would be familiar, but if you're not, it's essentially a a very loose story of two women in their 20s living in New York City, having misadventures, and they're both kind of... um, I don't know. They're they're both the the one wants to be an artist, but is working at a this working at a gym cleaning up pubes, and the other one works at like a fake. Um, at least in the beginning, things change as you go. I'm on the Four Seasons. She works at a a um, like a fake Groupon website and doesn't do any work. And her boss is, her boss is played by Chris Gethard, which is there's a lot of there's a lot of great cameos that I won't spoil if you've never seen the show. Uh, it's yeah it's the two women uh, Abby Jacobson and Alana Glazer are both very very funny sometimes sometimes it gets a little gross for me which it's very frank but you know that's just me I don't know bodily function humor be it period or shit or pee just this is never really my thing but they don't you know rely on that as a, as a crutch too much. Most most of the writing is pretty clever and there's a clear affection for all of the characters. Hannibal Burris has a recurring role as Alana. Alana's um casual uh, uh sex partner, I guess you'd say, who is clearly very deeply in love with her and wants more and she's she's too dense to realize it. Now, you know, maybe they get back together in the 16 episodes that I haven't watched yet. I'd appreciate it if nobody spoils that for me. But yeah, it's I mean, I knocked out 3 seasons of this in a couple of days and I'm not I'm not that guy that sits and binges television shows. I, you know, people, I still I haven't seen all of Breaking Bad. I haven't seen all of Mad Men like I just I don't know. If I'm not watching wrestling or, or movies or on the go somewhere, I don't know. There's, there's a lot of TV I still need to watch. Anyway, so that's that's Broad City, and I highly recommend it. And finally, shockingly enough, and I've seen a lot of people talking about this on Facebook. Uh, The continuation Loose continuation of Karate Kid Cobra Kai Which was originally premiered as a YouTube only series But is now streaming on Netflix I was looking for something to watch Like half heartedly At like 3 o'clock in the morning When I was trying to go to bed and I was like, oh well this is getting a lot of hype. Let me put this on. And <laughs> I sat up till like it got light outside and watched three or four episodes of it. And I've since uh once again I think I'm halfway through the second season, so I just have a few episodes left. A few episodes left. That show is a lot of fun. And it it really it deserved all of the uh all of the hype that it's gotten, at least in my little circle of the world. And I'll, for those who don't know, uh in the first movie, um the first Karate Kid film, that is. Daniel LaRusso, played by Ralph Macchio. The climactic fight is between him and the big bully at school named Johnny Lawrence, who's the the star pupil at the Cobra Kai dojo. And, of course, Daniel ends up winning and getting the girl and yada yada. And along the way, you know, Johnny fights dishonorably. His sensei tells him, in one of the most famous lines of the movie, to sweep the leg And so we, in the beginning of Cobra Kai, we meet up with Johnny, who's presumably in his 50s, but, you know, still maintaining a lot of his boyish good looks, and is just kind of living in the past very unhappily, kind of eking out a living living as a handyman. And at some point, he gets the idea to reopen the Cobra Kai dojo, because he meets a kid who's very devoted, who, you know, very much wants to learn karate, and... At some point, uh, uh, Daniel Russo, Mount Ralph Macchio's character, has become kind of an upper middle class fixture in the neighborhood. He owns a, a couple of luxury car dealerships, and you know, sponsors local events, and he's probably on the PTA and all of that stuff. And you know, John, it's it's an interesting kind of dichotomy because Johnny you know still drives his firebird from the 80s and listens to hair metal and wears jeans and t-shirts and stuff. In other words, if I live to be 50 something, Johnny sounds like he's he's going to be me quite frankly, although a lot cooler. So the the sort of culture shock between them is is uh amplified by the fact that they still kind of don't like each other from all those years ago and the their rivalry kind of restarts. There's a lot of other stuff going on, but it's it's there's a lot of twists and things. I was trying to I was talking to Jay and uh for a listener in front of the show Greg when we were playing Dungeons and Dragons recently trying to explain there's there's like um for those, for those who don't know there's kind of a subgenre of fiction where they go back and f- focus on a minor character from an already existing work. The one that I the one that came straight to mind was that movie Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are Dead. Uh you know, it goes Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are two minor characters from Hamlet. And they they did a whole movie focusing on them, where the main action of Hamlet is kind of going on in the background. And that's sort of what this is. Um, Johnny becomes the protagonist, more or less. Although, I I wouldn't say he's the hero of the piece. You know, there's two... uh, Him and Daniel kind of get colored a little more fully. Like, you find out that the reason Johnny got into karate is because his home life was not fantastic. And you kind of, you know you kind of get the feeling Daniel while meaning well and wanting to honor his teacher Mr. Miyagi and what have you he's got a little bit of ego that he's trying to feed by uh you know getting into this rivalry with Johnny There's, you know there's an interesting scene where Johnny's talking about the events of the first movie and just kind of explaining them from his perspective you know about how there if if anybody remembers there's a scene where he's in the bathroom at the Halloween dance and Daniel dumps water on him And, you know, Johnny's just sitting going, look, you know, we chased him down and we beat him up and we figured that would be the end of it. But he just didn't want to let it go. Um, You know, I don't fully buy the version of the story where Johnny is the hero because I I, I recently rewatched about the first 20 minutes of Karate Kid. And the first time that you see him on the beach when he's talking to Allie, who's his ex-girlfriend, is now interested in Daniel, he gets very sort of violent with her so I, you know, I'm not, I'm not uh, absolving the character of Johnny of all of his sins, but it's 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 interesting to know more about him, and I'll tell you what the guy who plays him, William Zabka, really does a nice job. He's he's a guy. He's I don't know. He's a good actor. I don't know that I've seen him in much else besides this and How I Met Your Mother, but he's clearly very talented. And it's I I wonder if this was mostly his brainchild. Uh, but if it was, he really sunk himself into it and he's done a nice job. So I've been rambling for 16 minutes. I'm gonna go pick up my food. So that's gonna be your uh your not Nordic related content for the week. Presumably we will be back next week with a full episode with the whole gang. The whole gang, meaning me and Jay. Uh in the meantime, feel free to write in not nordicpod at gmail.com. Uh Add us on, or like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash not Add us on Instagram at NotNordicPod. We're still trying to to you know brand ourselves or whatever the hell that means. Uh, tell a friend. Tell a friend. Well, whatever. I mean, you don't have to tell a friend. We appreciate you listening, no matter what. I'm just trying to trying to branch out, I guess. Anyway, uh, be well. Stay safe. Take care of yourself. Take care of you. Take care of each other, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Bye.